Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> We're tonight's entertainment. Look at my butt. Now look at my front butt.
<laughs> yeah. I think, I think he got like a hundred. The movie has gotten over a hundred thousand dollars in cumulative fines. This is the first movie that people who didn't even make the damn movie got arrested and fined for it. Because over in England, it was a video nasty. And you could go to jail for even owning a copy. Yeah, I read about people who oh, did. The good old days. <laughs> yeah, they would raid it. They would raid video stores yeah. and stuff and arrest you like you were selling child porn for having cannibal freaking Holocaust. Yeah, I read about a guy yeah, well, who... Go ahead, Gore. I, I, in old fanzine, I read about a guy who was in, in a death metal band, and the cops kicked down his door like you know, like like a Fed bus, and took all his VHS tapes, all his VCRs, his Betamax, and they threw him in jail, and he lost his job, and he almost had to do time for it, just just for just for. Uh, just for owning movies, like I, I guess yeah, a couple of them were were uncut, but the way they treated it was it, just the whole story was unbelievable. The, the guy was to the point where he almost wanted to commit suicide. That's how bad they they were raping this guy o- over having some tapes. Do you remember the band? Uh, Desecration. Oh, okay. I've I've heard of them. All right, yeah. England. It's the same band nice. that. That got all their albums confiscated too under the Obscene Publications Act. Ugh. They actually Absurd. had to release that album. They actually had to send uh, a rough mix to Norway to get it released. But yeah, they 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 they, they, they know all about Obscene Publication. They've been through it. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah, that, uh, that always when, yeah. when it breaks my heart when I hear about that shit. I, I know a lot they. Of course, a lot of self-censorship here in the States, but what they did over in England was absurd. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, thank God thank God for, like, punk rockers like uh, Joe Biafra and Dee Schneider actually going to court and saying, go fuck yourselves, that he uh, censors, you know? <laughs> and we actually yeah. won those battles, so we were able to get our shit. And it was like a dance hall party in about. I'm trying to think. Oh, about 2000 to 2001. When Cannibal Holocaust finally hit DVD. I mean, it was Was like, oh my God, finally! Yeah, but it's still it's still illegal to own an uncut copy in certain places. Some places I think it's not even allowed to be owned at all. And so, what's funny is you know how most films like this, when finally get a hold of them, they don't live up to the legend. Oh yeah, yeah the, <laughs> this, this one is does. One of the few that do. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a movie that I was like super psyched about, you know, because of the notoriety of it. Then I bought it, and I'm like, eh, it's gory, but it's fucking lame. I think it was um, Cannibal Ferox. I was just like, yeah, it just didn't live up to what I was expecting, especially after I saw this one, you know? The best part of Cannibal Ferox is if you can find an old DVD of it with the uncut commentary. (laughs) 
Mm, I got to check my copy to see if I have that commentary. Well, the uncut, it opens up with uh, the guy who plays the bad guy, uh, John Morgan, and it fades the black into the first shot of the movie, and he goes, this movie is a piece of shit. <laughs> I think I have that. Yeah. I have to dig out my copy. I haven't watched it in a long time. Yeah. And one of the funniest stories about them is I talked to him once online, and I had the Blu-ray of it. Mm-hmm. And my dog, Princess, chewed my copy up. Oh, damn. Oh. And I told John about that, and he just said, good dog. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. This movie has always lived up to the hype and all of that, you know. There's some movies that's going to age and mellow out. Not this one. No, this is hard as when I first saw it. Sorry. Not because of the animal violence either. That would be an easy. That would be an easy throw. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the animal violence is is cruel, but it's just like if you watch it from the context of well, you know, they ate the fucking things. You know, we the people eat meat, so it's like, all right, who gives a shit? You know, yeah, they died on camera. Go to a slaughterhouse, you'll see the same fucking thing. It's what's in your supermarket, so yeah. it's not even the notoriety of the animal killing. It's it's actually the human butchering and the torture, you know, the way they're, the people are treated is what's horrifying. Yeah, yeah, that's what I like, too, is when uh, the animal killing is always, like, front and center. Like, they don't – it takes away from everything else. That's the only thing I really don't don't like about it. It's like it's yeah. Like I, mean, it's I always watch the talk about when it comes to this movie. It's like, ooh, the animal yeah. violence, the animal violence. Well, that's the only thing they were able to get the director on. When they found out, oh, he didn't actually kill people. Well, animal violence. We'll get him on that. And they actually had to use an old law uh, to keep Spanish um, bullfighting out of France. So they actually used that out of Italy. I mean, they actually used that against him to find him and everything. So that was all they had to get him on. Yeah, it was like the and with that, I think we better go in the movie. I've got it set up where we just push start and it goes to the original theatrical version. Yes, this Wait. movie goes. This movie has the Grindhouse DVD and Blu-ray has an option for the animal cruelty version. It won't sync up to our commentary, but if you can't stand the animal violence, watch it because. Let's be honest, the movie is so damn good that the fact we get an option to remove the thing that fucking trips it up and hinders people from getting past it is a good thing. Yes. Hold on, Steve. Uh, Gore was saying something. What was that? Oh, no, I was just saying how uh, when we were talking about how this movie lived up to the hype, like this is definitely one of the few that, that for me that it did. It's actually been. I saw it when I was fifteen or sixteen. It's still been my. It's still my number one movie ever since. Yeah, there you go. I think the only other film that uh, lives up to it to me is George Baguette's uh, The Tooth King, The Death King. To me, like Necromantic and The Death King lived up to the hype. So. Yeah, that yeah. Those are those are really good too. Definitely. Yeah. And plus, the so I, I always is fucking beautiful. 
Yeah. Yeah, well, so is this film. I mean, you know, it's it's like, and, they, and I love how they used um, 35 millimeter for the movie, movie part. And then when it came to what's quoted as the snuff part of the film, they switched to 16 to give it more of that raw edge, handheld feel to it. So yeah, it's beautifully done. Yeah, they, they literally, they thought it out. They didn't just like go grab a fucking camera, go to the jungle and say, all right, film some gore. They literally planned it out. And right, well, this these were going. the best techniques ever to make the film look like old and used. Yes. Which is throwing some bitch on the ground and stomping on it. Yeah, they call that uh, technique dragging it through the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, get to the DVD Blu-ray where it says. Oh, shit, mine started already. Goddamn. I mean, rewind it. <laughs> Come on, Steve, tighten up. Tighten <laughs> it up, it automatically started. I don't think mine has the animal free. It just, it just starts the regular movie. No, we're doing the original. Uncut? I thought we were just... Yeah, let's do the uncut. Yeah. Don't you have the Grindhouse version? Yes, I do. Yeah, the... the... The Grindhouse 2 DVD. Well, make sure it said original theatrical version and not animal cruelty version. Let me see yep, why I hit I'm play there. movie. Okay, I'm on three seconds into it. I didn't start yet. I'm still on the X. Okay, well, let me get back. No, my, mine just has the one option. It just plays it plays the the regular movie with all the animal stuff in it. Oh, all right, good. cool. That's, That's what we're doing. Weird. Let me get set up. But that's weird. The DVD I got has an option for the animal cruelty version. It's been so long since I watched the DVD of it, not the Blu-ray. But we're watching it with it, right? What? Yes, we're watching the animal. Yes, we're watching the animal kill scenes. Yeah, if you're going to oh, watch it kind I mean. of a holocaust, you need to watch the uncover. Well, you know what oh, I that's mean. That's what I meant. No I, I, no, I meant that, no, I meant that it has only the animal cruelty version. It doesn't have the one without it. No, no, no. Oh, we have. Oh, oh yours only. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think we're good. Cool. Okay, well, then just get to the menu where start is. Okay, I got it on Animal Cruelty, an original theatrical version. You, Gorefield, press start. Does your version have that warning, as that warning slash apology from uh, Grindhouse video at the first of the movie? The apology? I'm, I'm not sure. No, I, I think it, it it just starts. Okay, well, after the apology comes out and you hear it, hit start then. Oh no, I'm I'm right on. It's it's right on where it says play movie. Yeah, when <laughs> I tell you to hit start, you start. Okay, men. Yeah. We're going to go through the apology thing first because that's at the first of our movie. Don't worry, you're not missing anything. Okay, everybody get to the original theatrical version, 
And hit start. You ready, Fred? Yep, I'm good. In five, four, three, two, one, go. Okay, they the following motion picture contains intense scenes of extreme violence and cruelty. As distributors of the film, we wish to state with absolute sincerity that by no means do we condone the artistic decisions employed by the makers of this film, blah, 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 blah. To quote Thomas Jefferson, it behooves every man who values the liberty of conscience for himself to resist invasions of their and case of others. Whatever, I can't read. Uh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. This is basically an apology for this to cover their ass. Yeah. <laughs> for a bygone era that no longer exists and hopefully never will exist again. Oh, horse shit. Gore makes movies like this all the fucking time. I like know any motherfuckers that make films like this all the time. Hit start, Gore. Four, three, two. Okay. Go. All right, I'm an idiot. It, it, it does have it. Does have it. <laughs> Just fast okay. forward till you get to the jungle. Yeah. I thought you were talking about. I thought you were talking about like a, a different one, not. A, no. Not this one. I love the beginning because it shows this beautiful jungle, and this is what's yeah. always really fucked me up. This has some of the most beautiful fucking music ever for some of the most violent imagery ever. <laughs> and I love how um, the composer is actually the same composer from, um, what is that? Uh, oh, shit, that classic. Mondo Kane. Yeah, Mondo Kane. But, Man, yeah, it's the same world. composer, which um, the director actually got him to view Cannibal Holocaust and ask him, can you do this? He's like, you're a fucking genius. This movie's beautiful. This will be easier for me to do than I did for Mondo Kane, Kane, whatever the fuck it's called. Dog's life. Dog's world. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, no, I I, I, the soundtrack is great. I have the soundtrack on CD. Well, yeah, you know, you do with, uh, that's one of the best things about the Blu-ray, Gore. It comes with the soundtrack CD. I, I got the the Red Stream version not too long ago. Yeah. Nice. The soundtrack. But I just love this beautiful, like, everything. And plus, if you see Jungle that thick, you don't go fucking around in there. That'll be your ass. <laughs> Well, this was filmed on the border of um, Brazil and Colombia. So they actually yeah, used big. actors from Colombia and Brazil. Yeah. And this town was a big hub for uh, pharmaceutical distribution. Oh, you mean narcotics? <laughs> yeah. I love this. Yep. For the sake of one fantastic... Hey, everybody, it's David Cronenberg. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to catch up with you guys because I'm an idiot. I don't know what's on my DVD that I've okay. had for 10, 15 years. All right, we're in New York right now. Just yeah. past the uh, guy I'm opening of the viewing. Yeah. Yeah. Eight, and uh, now they're showing 
eight minutes and 26 seconds. But I love this. They go from up there to the urban jungle. Yeah. Oh, the Twin Towers, which are no longer there. Oh, my God. Let's get rid of it. <laughs> but I do love it. Now, that... It was like the urban ghost in the jungle yeah. to the urban jungle. I love the um, marquee for a Dracula, the Frank yeah. Lagella uh, version. And I love this, That's even though you can it. tell where they screw up. They actually just put a picture on the TV screen. Yeah. See? Good. <laughs> yep. Good. They fucked it up. Did you see that? The picture was yeah. out of sync, and there was a cardboard they was laying the picture on. <laughs> how far, how far are you into now? Cause... Look how grainy and bad the film looks. And I love it. Right now they're showing a Sony TV screen. Yeah, they focus in on the TV, and then it gets bad, 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 high quality. Yeah. Right now they're showing the uh, film crew being interviewed before they go into the jungle. Oh, I went too far ahead. Why did it say it was only four minutes in? That makes no sense. (laughs) I went too far ahead. Uh, We have this problem all the time. Don't worry, Gore. Sometimes I skip ahead on accident. And how do you like that? (laughs) I mean, just how arrogant they freaking are. The genius I am. I said, oh, there's no intro. And I was like, oh, shit, there it is. I completely forgot it was there. (laughs) It's cool. Right now they're standing in front of a plane on the water. They're about to get on the plane. How many times have you run the arrogant little pricks of filmmakers like that in the scene that go around acting how badass they are? Yeah. Well, the director told them, I want you to play it like documentary filmmakers. And the actor, the the main actor was like, well, Monroe, Monroe, Monroe. Yeah, we're almost well, right there. Now pause. Yeah. Pause it and... Pause it. Is it... And we'll tell you when we get to Monroe. Yeah, so you see, I, I'm right on Monroe right now. Okay. Push play. And there he is. All Bola, a.k.a. Robert Corman, adult film star. With his favorite yeah. corn cop pipe. Yeah, he's caught up and walking out. Yeah. All right, now I'm caught up. Okay, good. So yeah, um, back to what I was saying. It's um, so his direction was like play like documentary filmmakers. The guys like documentary filmmakers are usually like lefty liberal types. We're going in the jungle to torture people. We're not lefty liberal types. We're not here to save people, which is what um, what's his name did? Eli Roth did with his film. He made them, he was like, no, I'm taking it the mindset is we're going in there as exploitation documentary filmmakers. We're here to fuck with shit and fake it so we can get rating. Yeah. So I like that better than it's a bunch of lefties. See, Eli Roth, when he did um, Green Inferno, they were like lefties, we're going to save the jungle type. This film, this guy, he basically said, no, nah, fuck that. We're going to be assholes. We're going to be scumbags going in there to exploit these people. Which makes it better because the commentary on American America's interest in foreign countries, basically Not how they saw it back in the seventies. 
the filmmakers were based on Jekyll Perry and Prosperi. The two filmmakers who made Mondo Kanane, Goodbye Uncle yeah, Tom, Holocaust too. Adios Africa, Africa Adio, Women of the World, yeah. Murdering Scumbag documentaries who would fake up their footage and don't give a damn if people got killed. Oh, here's the only continuity uh, problem. This guy that got shot with the uh, poison dart, he shows up again in a, in a later scene. He <laughs> dies here from a poison dart, and then you see him again later. It's funny. I'll point it out when he comes up. That's good. That's, yeah. Well, yeah, I love how they start with, like, an action scene here. They don't let you yeah. know how nasty and dark the film is going to get through the first half. It just starts light. Yeah, no, dark, you first watched it. Dark. You think you're watching some jungle. Yeah, you really think you're watching some jungle action film. Here's some guys in camos running around the jungles. What did you think Gordon started it out like this rather than just go dark from the beginning? Well, you ask cool because it kind of like just, it just like hits you like a ton of bricks when it when it starts happening. Yeah. I love this guy. Just... I think the first time I saw this, I was like, you know, I started watching this action footage. I'm like, all right, so it's just an action film. Then when it got to the 16 millimeter parts, I'm like, wait, is that shit real? Did they actually take real footage and cut it into a uh, fake movie and then try to pass it off as a film? I was confused because this is before the days of, like, Internet. You couldn't look this shit up. You had to go by like you know Deep Red Magazine or or the more gore or the gore score books. You know you couldn't. Um, there was no way to just it look was, it up back then. It was reviewing some yeah. death metal fanzines. That's that's why I kind of was prepared for what was going to happen because, like reviews back then, they basically told you the whole movie. Mm. Yes, yeah. I didn't see. I didn't read those back then. That was the OOs. They would just tell you the whole damn movie, and then if they liked yeah. it or not. It wasn't a good era to read or be a reviewer in. Yeah, I missed out yeah. on those. I had to go by like what I found in magazines, like uh, horror magazines. No, our day they wouldn't ruin the movie. Yeah, they would just tell you everything, ending everything. Like I can remember uh, Joe Bob Briggs' synopsis of. Uh, uh, Cannibal Holocaust. Three kids go into the jungle with a load of film and a camera, and shit gets fucked up. <laughs> it didn't ruin it for me, though, because there he even is. if I did know... He died in the previous even scene. If I did, yeah, even if I did know, like, then, then my mindset would be like, okay, let's see if it's as crazy as they say it is. Yeah. Yeah, the guard this there with the rifle standing behind the OOs when... They acted like this is a badge of courage. I've seen Cannibal Holocaust. I'm tougher than you. Yeah. Yeah, back when I first heard about it, it was like that was the movie you don't watch. Like, the, stay away. So I was like, oh, I got to see this. Yeah, same here. Like, every time I heard someone talking about it or read about it, I'm like, I really fucking need to see this. <laughs> They're telling me don't see yeah. it? Fuck you. <laughs> 
This is one of those, the first time that I ever got anything from a gray market air service, this was one of the first ones I got. <laughs> I like when they talk about, like the actors talk about, they were confused on set because some of the um, crew was talking in Spanish and some of the crew was talking in Italian to each other because they understood because the languages were close enough and they, they fucking understood each other, but no one else understood what the fuck they were talking about. <laughs> so they were yeah, like, all right, we're just going to wing it here. Yeah, they think dub it. One of my favorite yeah. lines of the whole movie. Right here. Yeah, I forgot what movie it was, but I remember someone saying that they had an Italian director and they could not understand a word he was saying. Yeah. Like that, the main actor <laughs> had an Italian director and had no idea what he was saying. Yeah. But they somehow got the movie made anyway. Smacking the mosquito just make you realize how nasty. And here we go. Just a piston that. <laughs> tastes, like a, tastes like a skunk piston that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. They're just smacking mosquitoes. They're just sweating to death. Yeah, it's like you can tell this one of the most miserable pit hell holes in the fucking world. That area is way yeah. too humid for me. Like it's humid enough in New York for me. Yeah. <laughs> and I love this guy yeah, no. here. He's just a, he's just a badass. Yeah, they didn't have a catering service, so I'm sure the cocaine was flying in. You can tell by their mustaches. Yeah. <laughs> I always associate 70s mustaches with tons of cocaine. <laughs> yeah, they did end up hiring a lot of local residents for, for things. Yeah. <laughs> I keep forgetting what other film this bearded guy is in. I know he's in other shit. Because that was the thing with a lot of the Italian films is the actors would go from one film to the other. They would be in, like, everyone else, each other's films. Yeah. That's what I Well, we're risking our lives for those fuckers. I hope, he is. I hope they're alive. <laughs> and I love that they're not stupid. Well, that's a major point when it comes to the second half of the film. Yeah. And I want so you one guys thing I've always been look, confused about. They tell you explicitly throughout the first half of the movie every way they fuck up. Yeah. Uh, here we go. God, I hate it when you're buddy. <laughs> that was like the main food in the jungle they said was monkeys. So the one thing that always confused me in interviews, he said the um actors they use were real Indio. And he said on um what is it, the last Hannibal World or whatever that that movie is, his first one, that he had the grunt at the natives to get them to do any kind of movement at all. Like, he would grunt faster if he wanted them to move faster. He would grunt slower if he wanted them to move slower. I forgot, or, I, well, I couldn't find how he how he got these Indiosas to act. Like, 
you know, did they already know English? Were they trading with regular, you know, people already? Does anybody no, know? No, I didn't know English. Okay. It was the same thing. He just grunted at them, and they did whatever he pointed yeah. at. Yeah, okay. he, he said he would do like a dance and stuff to tell him what to do. Because <laughs> I'm trying to imagine what it was like filming this with like people that had no idea like what filming was. You know, like they just oh, there's saw a guy standing there later that just going to kill you. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I love this too. He's just laughing at him right here. You think something horrible is going to happen right here? Leeches. Leeches. <laughs> I love this animal footage shot. This was shot on Monkey Island, which is an island there that was just a whole colony of monkeys have taken took took it over. Okay. Uh, did you see the fact you couldn't Actually, get that knife to stick in the tree and it fell to the ground? Yeah. I love it. You said I don't you can't love pull that shit, though, fucking. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen this back in 42nd Street back in the day. The old grindhouse well, theater. If it, even if it did show on 42nd Street, which it did, it would have been the cut 80-minute version. Yeah. Yeah, but still, that the environment alone would have been worth it. Oh, God, yeah. There is a turtle shell left over yeah. from them. I love it. They just give you all of this shit, and you're going to have... They give you the puzzle pieces, and you're going to wonder how the hell to put it together. This cameraman has balls of steel. Balls of yeah. fucking steel. Oh, yeah. Gord, would you be that close to a lot, to a panther like that, where his fucking <laughs> breath is on the camera lens? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think... <laughs> well, who's, who's that? The the director of the original King Kong Before he made King Kong He would literally go in the jungles And have gorillas charge at him And there was always a guy standing behind him With a rifle just in case they got close enough to grab him so He would go and like the, He didn't shoot yeah. the panther He shot at the ground Yeah That's Hey, what you were saying, Gore? Yeah, if somebody yeah. had a rifle Then I had no problem if I have some backup, yeah. yeah, but just me by myself, no, I'm good on that. Well, just a side note, uh, Steve Murren, 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 the director of the original King Kong from the 30s, his original idea to film it was to get an actual gorilla from Africa and a Komodo dragon and have them fight on camera. Oh, and really? people were like, you can't fucking do that. You know, even back then, before there were oh, animal wait. wars, people were like, no. Here's the first big clue. I wonder what he did to fuck things up so badly. And then they showed that. Yup. <laughs> yeah, they show his foot. <laughs> yeah, they just told you what happened. I love it. Yeah. 
You know what my father told oh, me? Go. He was over in Vietnam. What's the most important thing to have in the jungle? What? He was a nice of- dry socks. I heard that. Uh, I heard that Kerman wasn't even on the set for this. Like so he, he, he really d- despises oh, the scene. You want me to tell that story? Yeah. What happened was, is they told Kerman that they were just going to put gore on it, and they really wasn't going to kill the little uh, muskrat. So three hours later, he took a nap, and he came back, and he found out that Diodato lied to him, and he killed the muskrat. So he grabbed a log and ran right at Diodato, saying, I'm going to kill you, motherfucker. Yeah. And had to be tackled by two... Of the filmmakers, well, to the cameraman, to keep him from killing Because <laughs> I remember Jesus. an interview. He, I remember an interview. He wanted, uh, he he wanted Brian House to take that out. He didn't want that scene yeah. in the movie. Or in the, yeah. in the, you know, the reissue. Well, that's why we got the two cuts. Now we have the cruelty-free cut and. The regular cut, so which now normally if I watch it, I do watch the uh, cruelty-free one because I agree with everyone. It get kind of gets in the way of the movie. It's like the entire movie stops to show you, hey, look, we're killing an animal. So yeah, it's not, that's that's that no, like, so how it Here's let me everything. bring up something that's always annoying me about these pussies that overreact to the animal death. Animal death is all right, right, boys? That's good. You got to eat. But stabbing a fucking rock in a girl's coochie <laughs> and bashing her head in is pretty much A-O-fucking-K. Well, hey, you know, it's their tradition and religion. <laughs> I know, but... <laughs> so that girl that's I love trainers? that. People are like, we got to protect the animals, but fuck humans. Yeah. <laughs> Well, oh, no, she, the girl that she cheated. The girl she that she, oh, yeah. I mean, um, the girl they're showing. That's actually the costume designer. She was actually the one. Yeah, he supplied that. the costume. Yeah, yeah and she was just I, like, oh, I'll do it. If you I remember when I was a kid watching this, I was like, that looks a lot like a white girl. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what else happened to that poor girl during this scene? You got mud in her cooch? Yeah, she got cooch filled with mud. Yeah. Don't, don't forget but there is an important thing about this people. scene that people rarely talk about. Remember, what do they do in the village when they see that uh, sort of abortion thing? What do the filmmakers do? This is 200% opposite of that. That'd be me and you right now. I'll be up and jumping there, and you beat that knife like, motherfucker, don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she tried backing out the last minute, too, from what I understand. Like, I, as they were getting into it, she's like, do I really have to go this far? And they were like, well, yeah. <laughs> well, 
would you want your butt or orifices filled up with mud? With yeah, steel, seriously. I, right here's where it happens. Just shroop. Yeah, right there when she gets the, uh... I mean, he was hitting but her in still, the uh, pooch with a fucking point, pile of mud. mistake that they did. They show it on camera. It took me, I don't know, about a couple of times before I realized what, you know... Third mistake. What's the mistake? What did I miss? Remember, in there they just shot the guy in the freaking leg, and him, they're just like, run your ass off, motherfucker. Yeah. That's the one thing about this film when you watch it. You look at the actors and you're like, how fucking grimy did they get? Like, because they're constantly sweating, you know? And I'm sitting yeah, here he right now he in air conditioning. He wanted to look grimy and sweaty and nasty. He wanted the jungle feel. Yeah, I'm in New Jersey and I, hate, and I fucking like hate it. in a 100-plus degree jungle with, like, humidity up the ass and... Yeah. You don't see shit. Yeah, yeah I'm spoiled as hell. Yeah. Here we go. This part is for like, all oh, the women cool. in the audience. Yeah. <laughs> this one's for the yeah. ladies. <laughs> yeah. Anytime I watch this with my fiance, I'm like, oh, it's fun for you now. <laughs> I love well, hey, the show naked women. right here. Yeah. Well, that's the one thing about the director is he really liked realism. He didn't just he didn't want like fake natives. He didn't want he wanted real people, real locations, if it possible, real gore as he did in this film. Whenever he could. I pulled some like off y'all asses, baby. Give me something more than one bottle of whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. I'll look how far he sunk down in that mud. <laughs> What's well, the other thing and about this film? Everything's muddy. <laughs> The last driving about three weeks ago, and even he was still unsettled by this. <laughs> I mean, I'm not as unsettled by it anymore like I used to be. Because the first time I saw it, it was just like a, punch, a sucker punch to the face. And I was just like, what the fuck did I just watch? But as the years come by and I've watched it again a few more times, I'm like, all right, you know, if you take it from a real-world perspective, it's like, well, this is life, you know, in a jungle. Like, it's not as shocking anymore, especially when you, if you just watch the news now. Yeah, and this is funny. They are news people. And if you notice, we've got more like this in the real news. 
They love shit like yeah. this. Oh, yeah. Well, it's always great filmmaking when there's, uh, like, a, a slight hint of social commentary in it. But let's not forget, he was using the same shit he was condemning in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Boy, do you consider that hypocrisy when he's using the same shit that he's condemning in the movie? <laughs> Here's another thing you wouldn't see now. Yeah, here's another thing you wouldn't see in modern filmmaking. Underage naked girls. (laughs) Try to get away with that in a film now. What movie can you do that now? Oh, fuck no. (laughs) Even when Joe Bob showed it, he had like a warning before the movie's warning. He had no, a warning, funny. then he had another warning where he talked about the warning, and then there was the warning before the movie at the first. <laughs> and I consider Cannibal Ferox a nastier and unwatchable, more unwatchable movie than this. Because that one, I mean, they're both done for gore for gore's sake, but this one just had a better, I don't know how I could say, narrative to it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I love Campbell Ferox, but so, I don't know, just something about this, just I like just a little bit more than that one. Yeah. They tried to make an actual movie here. Exactly. That's what it is. The other one, it's like, you know, fly by night. Hey, how can we fucking copy this? How can we jump on the bandwagon of cannibal films? This one was like, hey, we got a vision here. No one's done it yet. Let's do it. Ferox did have some nasty deaths, though. I, I did like him a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, we're not saying it's a bad movie. No, I know what you're saying, though, yeah. It's, this, this, this one it's just if I had a choice. What's sad is the day before COVID hit, Central Cinema, my theater choice, was actually freaking showing this, and I almost went. Oh, uh, that sucks. Yeah, it's yeah like, to me, that's okay, nasty than the rest of the film. <clears throat> I didn't yeah, mean that's nastier. Yeah, this well, is one of those that I have never. Oh, in case you're wondering what that is, it's booze. Oh, okay. You were saying, Gore? I've heard the I've heard the name of it, but I, don't, I I can't remember the name of it. There's a name for that that drink. I know. Yeah. You're in New York, right, Gore? What? You're in New York City, right? Yeah. Yeah, do you remember um the Sunshine After Midnight cinema? No. It was on House Actually, Street. Honestly, I'm 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 not I'm not really in, in the city. I'm like closer to the island. Oh, okay, cuz um I actually saw this on the big screen. 
Um, there used to be a theater. It's closed down now on Houston Street. And um, it was called Sunshine After Midnight. And it was a huge auditorium screen. And I actually got to see this in the cinema. And it was fucking beautiful. And the audience, of course, was filled with, like, early hipsters. And they're all sitting there joking. You know, and through the whole movie, they're laughing at it and stuff. Then when it hit to the 16-millimeter part, all you heard was people gagging and walking the fuck out. All you saw was beards and, and hipster glasses fleeing the fucking theater. <laughs> yeah, I actually got to see it. Keep you high and dry. <laughs> I actually got to see it in the late 90s on the big screen. It was at a place nice. where they show a lot of art. They show a lot of like artsy films, but they they have like they 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 have uh, you know once a month they would have like they would have horror movies and I saw Street Trash on the big screen there, Evil Dead, and this one, and a bunch of other ones. What theater is that? It's called the Cinema Arts Center in Huntington. Oh, okay, Huntington okay. Nice. Yeah, now shit starts to get dark. Yeah. Well, the closer they come to finding the uh, film canisters, it starts to ramp up its um, edginess. I mean, the whole first part of this movie is to set up, oh, look at the fucking savages. Oh, we got to be scared of them. Those poor filmmakers that took that plane and got slaughtered. And then they leave you clues that shit ain't got you think it is. Yeah. And the music gets started, too. It starts with that, then it gets to this doom, doom, doom. Yeah. It's just so obvious he's rubbing a rock on her. <laughs> a flat rock. Yeah, I know that this part right here, the first gore you see in the movie, the first real gore, not the animal killing, is... Yeah. Fake gore. Yeah. But there's no way they ever do comic... See right here, we got fake gore, ha ha ha, but the rapes aren't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's a funny story about this part. They had to stop filming because the actors got stuck in the mud when they tried to run across it. It went up past their knees, and they were falling over. What's his name was standing in the mud? It was up to his fucking knees, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's what you get when you film on location. You have to deal with the elements that are there. Yeah. Yeah, some of them were getting up. They were falling over in the mud. <laughs> Look, you can see where. Yeah. Yeah, they barely made it across that little last stream. <laughs> the, the director was saying. <laughs> I got to give it one thing, though. I mean, he did really capture realism. Like, I mean, yeah, you could tell this is obviously film, but you you look at these 
these actors or these people, and you're like, they're real Indians. They're real uh, natives to the jungle. They said this guy, he was constantly... Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, the the shaman here, they said they had a problem with him because he kept drinking like a bottle of whiskey a day, and they were just filming him acting weird. (laughs) Well, can't you tell right now? Yeah. He was constantly Kermit drunk while filming this. fucking good in this movie. That's one thing I love about yeah. the 70s adult stars. They had to act first yeah. and be able to have sex second. Yep. Yeah, a little off subject. I can't believe what a good actor, uh, what the hell's name, Harry Reams was in Force Entry. Like, I couldn't believe the acting chops he had for that. Yeah. Oh, God. Harry Reigns is fucking great. Like when I was a yeah, definitely. Girl, I, I, yeah, I just I couldn't <laughs> believe how well he pulled off that character. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what yeah, Steve was saying. Like, you know, back in the 70s, you had to actually audition to be in a porn film. You couldn't just, like, show up, hey, I got a big yeah. dick, let me fuck that chick. You know, you had to actually yeah. be able to act out their scripts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not like Rob Kerman said this, is the, this was the hardest film for him to film. He said he hated filming it. He said he thought he did such a horrible job on it that he had Diodato reshoot it about two or three times. Yeah. <laughs> so this one of the... Did he blame it Sorry. for ruining his, uh, his acting yeah. career? forcing to go back to porn? <laughs> so that girl that's playing with his dick... He was actually hired from a brothel, a local brothel. They, they all were, weren't they, all the girls in that scene? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. But, yeah, he said she was, like, very ambitious on grabbing his dick. That's why he started gr- trying oh, to grab yeah. grab at her. <laughs> you know what's funny is after this scene, he didn't have to pay for anything. There you go. <laughs> They oh, he didn't get to finish, so. all, the, all the guys, all the women and men start calling him, and they said they called him, Jaco, Jaco. And he's like, what does that mean? And they're saying, you got a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. This is the shot I wish was coming nasty. up, and I wish they would have stayed on a little bit longer. Oh, what, the bodies? Yeah. Yeah. There's every death metal album cover. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there is a piece I mean, this is very That's how I first saw it. Like how I said, how I first said I saw reviews in death metal zines. That that picture, that yeah. sculpture, I first saw it on a death metal album cover. Yeah, I mean, every time I see this film, I'm like, every death metal band that was birthed after this, you know, this movie came out yeah. and then. That's where that was like the birth of death metal, basically. <laughs> With all these eighty metal heads were like, Fuck man, this is great. This is what I I want my yeah. music to sound like what yeah. this movie looks like. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely influential there too. And I love the fact that every one yep. of the every one of these guys right here smoke weed throughout the whole <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean it was like uh what's his name? Um an Oliver Stone film. Everyone was stoned and drunk throughout the filming of it. <laughs> and what's sad is this movie was so infamous 
that it basically, this, not porn, killed Robert Kerman's acting career. <laughs> That's what he That's said. Because he's really good. <laughs> I mean, when you look past the hype of the film, like say you never saw any reviews of the film or you never looked into the history of the film and you just sat down and watched it, you would just think it's a hard hitting fucking movie. You wouldn't you wouldn't get into the whole like you know, controversy of it at all. Yeah, the controversy is easy to sell. Yeah. And that's the problem. I actually lived past the hype. I mean, even gore film and real crew with there use uh, stuff like the most violent film ever made, the most gory yeah. film ever made, the most disgusting film ever made. Because that's what the audience wants. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, people want to see, like, oh, is it really? I'll find out. Yeah, this is like like you said earlier. This is the litmus test of how hardcore you are with your film uh, viewing. <laughs> if you can sit I can through remember this, watching uh, Maniac uh, with Spinell about three or four years ago mm-hmm. with a uh, uh, film festival audience at Central. For the first five minutes, they were laughing and laughing. And then when yeah. Joe came on the screen... You could have a mouse pissed on cotton throughout the rest of the movie. <laughs> I like what the director said about um they asked him like, "Oh, about cannibalism. How do you how do you prepare a body?" And he actually said cuz he looked it up. Um what do you think? His direct quote is, first you take the liver out. That's a special. That's what you have to do. Then you open up the rib cage, take out the innards out. And then fill the body with hot rock and aromic herb. He actually looked up how you actually prepare a human body for cannibalism and ritualistic cannibalism. He's not acting here, people. Yeah. He well, was they a had vegetarian. Yeah. Well, no, he and was an Jewish. Orthodox Jew. So he yeah, was basically he's Jewish. eating food. That look on his face is not... Yeah. Yeah, that's genuine. Yeah. Yeah. He was he was Jewish and they were using pork innards. And he actually yeah. made them switch to raw beef because he's like, I cannot put pork innards in my mouth. <laughs> I would like destroy my religion, you know? <laughs> or whatever it is. Oh, here we are, back in the New York. Yeah, this is the breather. Yeah. Well, this is the calm before the actual storm. People are sitting there like, oh, we've been through the worst of it. No. Not even close. <laughs> yeah, which is what that makes this movie so great. It's like he broke it up. He showed you some gore, then he broke it up. He showed you some more. He, in other words, he kind of like slid his cock into you slowly, <laughs> and then he thrusted it the rest of the way by the end of the film. <laughs> Sorry for that disgusting analogy, but, you know, that's just me. Yeah. Fine. 
I've seen a lot of filmmakers screw up by not giving the audience that breath. Yeah. Well, that's why some of the best horror movies, like basic horror movies, they always have a little bit of humor in between the shock to give the audience a chance to just go, oh, okay, I can relax before the next fucking punch in the face. <laughs> I don't like Terrifier, but look at how art is introduced. They show art, and they show the girls for two minutes, and boom, they show them yeah. again. <laughs> you need that balance Yeah definitely A good filmmaker knows how to balance it out Yeah Because then you got some movies that are just like Gore 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 And you never get a chance to breathe And you're just like exhausted by the end of the movie You're not entertained you're exhausted So now apparently well, some of this really like that, But your movies are usually 45 to 50 minutes in length? Yeah. So far? Yeah. So how much is this? This little, um, what is this, Road to Hell? Some of this was faked and some of this was real. And no, I know a lot of, of this, real. you know, all of it's real? Because I remember um, reading, like, yeah. oh, I filmed that. Like, one of the executions was faked. They might have cut well, it out in version. Yeah, it is fake. This is actual footage from Africa Dio. Yeah. But that's funny. Diodato fucking despised Jekyll Perry and Puss Perry. And if you've ever seen Africa Adio and a Goodbye Uncle Tom, those are two of the most jaw dropping documentaries. Oh. Shock, shock documentaries ever made. Yeah. You were going to say, Gore? No, I was saying it was funny about this part because the stuff that's real is what they actually pass off as fake in this movie. Yeah, I yeah, know. You're right. <laughs> They're like, oh, this was all fake. And then the fake yeah, stuff they all, pass it off as real. That they were just playing up for the camera. <laughs> Yeah, I always thought that was Good point there, Gore. <laughs> yeah. And that's one of the nastier things that uh, those two did, is that they would fake footage like that. Yeah. <laughs> that is hilarious. Here's the real stuff. Oh, that's fake. Here's the fake stuff. Wow, this is real. <laughs> And, and that's and not the, the nastiest, time, were, were, nastiest part. The, Sorry, people. At the same time, if you are sensitive, fast forward past the next two minutes. Jekyll Perry and Prosperity would use their documentaries as excuses for Jekyll Perry to have his little boy orgies on the film's expense. Ah. Uh. Ugh. I didn't need to know that. <laughs> you were saying, Gore? <laughs> well, now I'm saying that that's that's uh, crazy facts. I wish I didn't have to know about. But yeah, I didn't know that he was fucking having little boy orgies. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> I'm a little I'm a little shocked now. This movie didn't shock me, but now I'm right shocked. Here. 
You know, that whole thing like dark, 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 boom. Okay, now yeah. the thing is filled. Yeah. And again, some more beautiful filmmaking for such a gory film. Is it me or does he already look like a scumbag from the start? Yeah. Yeah, that's the actor that said he did not want to be a documentary filmmaker in the movie. He wanted to be an exploitation filmmaker. What's the difference? <laughs> well, because he, he, like I said earlier in the interview, he said um, that documentary filmmakers are usually lefty uh, liberals who wanted to save the jungles. He was like, nah, we're going to play it like I'm a complete scumbag. He ain't watching the documentaries that me and you watch. Our Izzy Gore fills. <laughs> yeah. I do love me some 70s, Bush. Yeah, I love it. They just make themselves so low from the start. And then we get this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I almost forgot about this. What I loved is when I first got this on videotape, it's taped at the, uh, um, it was off, off a video disc. And the cut to the second side of the video disc is right after this whole montage right here. Oh, okay. And right before the stuff gets nasty. It's like a beautiful cut. Yeah. Oh, I know where this is. This is Ninth Street. Yeah, there's Henry and it's Ninth. Okay, what? I know where this hey, is. Did you see that old man there? He's just staring at the camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that's the old limelight in the back. That's the old limelight. Wow. I forgot. I, I never noticed that before, where that is. Oh yeah, it's the sister. My sister was was bad. <laughs> yeah, like when they're when they're like interviewing the uh, members of the family, talking about how, what scumbags their their siblings and relatives were. The drive yeah, for the cut. His father. I love that one. What were you saying, Gore? Tabasco's <laughs> yeah. father was the worst. Like, yeah, that would suck if my dad. It was suck if my dad was talking about my dead ass that way. My yeah, son, my son is a like son that? of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. He was no good. He was a bum. Yeah. I don't want to hear nothing more She's about She's funny. Him. And I love this. Is there any way I can get some money out of this? Can I get some bread from this? <laughs> Her accent is perfect. I love it. Yeah, Surely it was good and bad. I like to eat too. No brains though. Yeah. <laughs> he was a filmmaker, but a filmmaking bum. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here you go. <laughs> this is on the Brooklyn Classic. side of the bridge. Yeah. Yeah, this is right in Brooklyn. Ha, <laughs> ha, 
even talks about him like he's still alive too. He's like he he's no good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no one knows yet that they're dead. They just you know. Well, he knows, but it's not out in the public oh, yet. Oh, here we go. Oh, so he's. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, there I know he's dead. <laughs> my son is dead. I think that's what my mom and dad want to say after I die, but that's just me. <laughs> At first, he talks about him like he's alive, and then he's like, oh, my son's dead. Yeah. He's a bum. He's worthless. Well, I think, I think he was talking about, like, he's dead to me. Like, I don't care about him. I don't think he knows he's physically dead, though. I'll have to rewatch it yeah, after this. I don't know. If I did a filmmaker knew that I, my son was dead and he didn't tell me, I'd beat the living shit out of him. Yeah. Here we, Here go. we go. Now the film. Here's where it goes to switch. As a filmmaker, what did you think of this, how he switched from good 35-millimeter into shitty-looking 8-millimeter and did its best to look like age? Gore. Gore. Oh, I don't mind it a little grimy. I, 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 I like the grimy look. Yeah, so do I. I actually prefer it. If you have the um, pieces Blu-ray, they give you an option to watch the Grindhouse cut with an audience, and I always watch that version. The shittier, the better. Well, the movie shot to look good, to make it look good. But he didn't shoot yeah. this to look good. Exactly. This is supposed to be sun damage film that was out in the middle of the jungle with humidity and all sorts of crap doing damage to it before they found it. Yeah, a lesser filmmaker wouldn't have thought of that process. They would have just, like, kept going with the regular movie. Shit, I like to shoot in 16 one day, but that, that costs money, especially nowadays. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Yeah. And so, here's another piece of They're like, oh, they cut up the turtle once they it's alive. I'm yeah. sorry, but I looked it up physiologically books. I looked up the Bible. I looked up the Satanic Bible. <laughs> I looked up some book by some guy named Joe who doesn't even know what he's talking about. But once you cut the head off of something, it's dead. The second your head or its head leaves its body, it's dead. Yeah, any movement is just like... Yeah, the movement is like a, a a twitch. Yeah, nervous reactions, yeah. Oh, that just fucked with me for a second when the film uh, went in and out. <laughs> so, right there, it's dead. It's done. Yeah, dead. <laughs> yeah. But they said, like, like, and, you know, they ate everything. Everything that they killed was eaten. It wasn't wasted. It's not like they just killed it, took pictures, and moved on. And turtle you know, meat? it sucks. I've had turtle I think meat. they got, like, you know, maybe... Sixty to seventy dollars, seventies uh, money for that turtle meat. Yeah. 
And I love how good eating pattern in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever eat turtle? It's it's it, you're never, literally I just eating chunks of fat. I have. My father was a hunter, and I remember we had to kill a snapping turtle, and we ate it. And it's gross. It's it's just fat. You're literally just eating blobs of fat. There's it's not really yeah, meat meat. So I definitely wouldn't like. So I don't it. recommend it. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> yeah, you can even tell by the way it's just all fat, like. He slid it up, and it was just like gross. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, here's why I tell. think they're they're assholes. Look how much real meat is on there. I could have fed that whole damn village. And they're wasting well, they did. It they on ended four up feeding people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, in actuality, when they were done filming, that's what fil- that's what fil- fed the crew, the cast. You know, and some of the and some of the other actors, like the village people and stuff, the Indios. But yeah, they did go for the um shock value with this. I mean, by this point in uh, history, in the seventies, people were used to store bought meat. You know, people kind of forget where their meat comes from. You know, yeah, things die. Yeah, don't want to know where their meat comes from. Yeah. I think the dumbest person I ever read online was someone going, God, I don't understand why people got to kill animals. Why don't they just buy their meat at the store? <laughs> <laughs> Let that sink in. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. Have you ever had someone tell you, why did you kill people in your movies? Why couldn't you have just faked it? Yeah. <laughs> wow, they, they, and they, I know they really be, do all. Yeah. <laughs> and I know it's going to be a shocker to you guys, but I am a vegetarian, but I can but I but I'm not one of these people that tell people don't eat meat. Ew. Because that's not my fucking place to be. I do what I do no, for me and everyone else turtle, do for them. You won't want to eat turtle cuz just like you said that just looks like big ass chunks of fat. That yeah, I used to eat meat, and I don't. I don't tell people not to. So oh, that's a big difference. Sure, I don't watch it. a movie. How many times have yeah. you seen uh, found footage films where they have uh-huh. music in it without explaining where the music comes from? Yeah. Well, he actually just said, "Yeah." He's like, "He's like, yeah." We added some yeah, music I'm to this. <laughs> here's right. Here's when I really wanted to punch this guy in the face with a boulder. Yeah. Was that a real spider? I think that was. Oh, yeah, yeah. it is. Okay. was. <laughs> but right here when he turns his head, right here. You, you motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's like. Well, yeah, and he does it later, too. He does it later after um, a rape scene. He's, he's like fucking like smiling and. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, oh, this is so horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah for a the film that's like, extreme, it's subtle. Oh, right there, see, call back to when he was peeling yeah. off the stuff on his foot. Yeah, that's the body, they, the, the skeleton they found, yeah. There he is, they left him there. 
There was a snake in his boot. Yeah. Which, if you've ever been camping, always shake out your fucking boots. Because I put my foot in the um, shoes and, like, squish shit. So, <laughs> you got to shake them out if you're in the jungle or woods. Yeah. And Felipe was experienced. I wonder what was his mistake. Yeah. Oh, getting on Felipe, that that actor, quote-unquote, was an actual tour guide. And shortly after this film was made, he was arrested and went to prison. Guess for what? For bringing rich tourists out into the jungle to shoot natives. So wow. there's a real actor in the film that was actually, that was part, that's how he made money, is to actually towards the shoot fucking real natives. So he's in a movie and about the only natives. look on their fucking faces. They're, they're, they're enjoying this. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, the whole thing was, uh, oh, we gotta, we're going to have some great footage when we get back to America. Yeah, that's all I'm thinking about. I'm like, yeah, get it, get it, get it, get it. And I don't yeah. give a fuck. I wouldn't have gone deeper in the jungle after after a guy died. I'd be like, fuck you, I'm gone. Yeah, I'm going back home. We got the footage we need. <laughs> we're going to call we're going to call this documentary Stay the fuck out of the jungle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh, that's funny a little foreshadowing there. I ass alive and get the fuck out. Yeah. And that's a little foreshadowing thing. there. You see a bunch of idiots making movies, and all they care about is making fa- getting famous and not making movies. Yeah. And what and what they do to her without throughout the movie? Yeah, she, they're constantly fucking with her. So there's a, there's another found footage. There's another found footage movie. That has a very similar scene. Can anybody guess what it is? What? Blair Witch Project. They sneak up on Heather while she's taking a piss. Matter of fact, the whole Blair Witch Project... The whole Blair Witch Project is a rip-off of this movie. Well, it's hard to do something different with it. Yeah, but I mean, that scene was totally... Of her pissing in the woods is taken from this. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people have said that the you know, Blair Witch basically, you know, took their concept from this. Yeah. Even the director, um, what's his name, said, yeah, I've seen Blair Witch. It's, it's my movie. They took my movie and they just put it in a, a American woods and put a witch in it instead of cannibal. And made it nowhere near as good. No. I mean, I do enjoy watching Blair Witch sometimes because I had a major crush on Heather Donahue for the longest back in the 90s when I first saw it. But, you know, <laughs> that's just me. I have, I'm have i a very simple individual. <laughs> I know a bunch of friends of mine took me to go see it when it first came out. So I, I, I did see it. Yeah. Oh, here we go, yeah. The monkey scene. 
And again, this is what they regularly ate. And this is exactly how they ate it, too. This is definitely not faked at all. They didn't kill the monkey to kill it. This is, this is how they ate. Right yeah. The adopto, they say, can we eat one of the monkeys? And he's like, oh, they're just going to eat one of the monkeys. Yeah. And then they went buck wild, and the adopto was like, oh, my God, what the fuck? Yeah. And they ate monkey brains raw like that, too. Yeah. I mean, these were actual natives. They were Indios that they got to be in the movie, and that's what they ate. So I can actually watch the animal killing no, with the, with that knowledge, knowing, well, this is what they did, you know? Yeah. This is how they ate. This is how they lived. It's not it's not killing an animal just just to kill it for film and then move on. And I looked up the information, and it seems that Cannibal Holocaust is the first found footage movie. Yeah. For the longest, people kept trying. There's a little-known film called um, The Last Broadcast, which is about a group of people in the New Jersey Pine Barrens trying to find the Jersey Devil. For the longest, they tried claiming that was the first found footage movie that Blair Witch copied, but it's not. It was always this. I had to correct but a lot of people online on that one. Blair Witch did a shitload from the last broadcast script. There's no way around that. Oh, yeah, it definitely did, but it's not the first found footage movie that, as people tried no. to claim. Camel Holocaust is the first. Yeah, and the king of them. <laughs> the reigning king. Yeah, that's for sure. Oh, see, this is the, this, to me, this is when the movie gets really fucked up and, and I have a hard time watching. Yeah, this yeah, this is like a more of a disturbing scene. Yeah. All the other stuff was just fluff. Yeah. That's right. And you think if anything bad happens to these people, I will not care. Yeah. Exactly. Well, what's the tagline for I spit on your grave? No court in the world would ever convict her. Yeah, who's gonna who's gonna blame the natives for what they do to these people? You know. Yeah. So, you watch some of the scenes with her, you can tell she's getting like fed up with being with them. I don't know. There's a scene coming up which we're gonna talk about where it seems like she's getting a different kind of up, or yeah. more like an on. So this scene here with the uh, pig, um, I remember uh, in an interview they were talking about how this scene only happened because the crew were getting sick of eating fish. So they were like, well, they got a pig, so, you know, we'll, we'll fucking shoot the pig and that'll be our dinner tonight. So this whole scene was invented just so they could eat it. Scene where they burn them in the in the hut is real. Yeah, it's not fake. Deal that got the film people to run the villagers into that hut and actually set it the fuck on fire and not let them get out. 
Did any of them die? No, luckily. Okay. But still. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. All right, yeah. people, get in there. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna set this on fire. <laughs> well, it's funny as he was send, sending dailies to get processed. The producers were actually encouraging them. They were like watching what he was sending them, and they were like, "Kill more, do more." You know, they were like, "Do more, do more, keep filming, keep killing more people. Don't worry, your message will still yeah, get out." It only could have happened get... in the seventies and stuff. When they could yeah. just go out into the fucking jungle and shit and do, or go in the middle of nowhere and do fucked up shit and no one would care. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this movie actually did create laws. Yeah, here you go. Yeah, I see what you're talking about. They're actually in there while, they're, while it's burning. And they're trying to get out. <laughs> and I guess right there, he was like letting them get out. Well, he said he wanted realism. So let's put people in this hut and set it on fire. (laughs) God damn. If anyone's wondering why I'm laughing, it's a nervous laugh. So I figured that. All right. And, of course, the music makes it even more haunting. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I've actually read reviews where people are comparing this. metal bands or hardcore uh, emo bands and stuff in the 90s covered this theme? Yeah. Like, uh, probably played- a lot. Yeah. I'm, Gore would probably know more than me with the death metal scene. But yeah, no, I've heard bands yeah, cover this. Yeah, there was actually a band named Holocausto Cannibal named after the actual Italian name. They they did a cover of this. Yeah, there you go. I've actually oh, read reviews where the, people are uh, like... The story I'm tell. Well, they had to film this scene five times. And the natives were sitting there watching them. And they didn't know anything about making movies. So that he thought that he was actually fucking her five times. And after they spent more home wounding, filming this five times, he went to lunch. And that's when everybody was talking about him calling him Calling him, calling him basically Macho Man, the man. <laughs> because they thought he needed sex five times. You fucked that girl five times. Five times. <laughs> <laughs> and this well, was that's not a bad record to have. Look, this is her reaction to all that death and killing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she got. She's getting off on it. Yeah. He said, which I've right. seen used in other films. He said in an interview that uh, she actually wanted to have sex with him for real before they did this scene. 
And he said that he was with somebody at the time. He told her no, and then she had said that, oh, no, we did do that. Oh, so it's like a conflicting wow. story. Like he, he turned her down because she wanted to have sex for real for the scene. But she said, oh, no, we did. Oh, so, damn. <laughs> I believe him. All right. I don't know which one happened, but that's what he said in the interview. No, I believe him because, let's be honest, what guy would brag about not diddling a girl? Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> true. Very good point. Hey, man, guess what happened last night? Remember that beautiful yeah. girl we with? Yeah. I didn't do shit to her. Yeah, so those natives sitting in the background thought they were actually having sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he didn't expect them either. Yeah. I wouldn't. You mean you did you mean you did it five times? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I let this I let this with old roommate of mine, like back when I first got this D V D he was convinced it was a porn. He's like, You can't tell me this is not a porn. <laughs> not just this part, he meant the whole is. movie. Oh, okay. You, you cannot convince this guy this was not a porn. And he watched and it and he said <laughs> he, he, he wouldn't elaborate. He was just like, you, you'll never convince me this is not porn. And I love this yeah. thing right here. Just what he says to her. Oh, yeah. Well, that little kid, he wasn't supposed yeah. to be in the scene. They they were filming and he just ran through. <laughs> that, that was a total that. accident. Like, yeah, fucking leave it. Yeah. Leave it in. It's good production value. Well, Sadly, that's that, true, but I mean. isn't it? When you guys say it's still true today, the more you're raped your senses, the better they are. Yeah, yeah. Who is she? Was she in anything else? She looks familiar as fuck. I don't know. I could have swore I saw her in another Italian film. You're probably right, because you know, a lot of Italian movies had uh, a lot of the same people. Yeah. The horror movies. Which I like how they make fun now, of that in Grindhouse. <laughs> Oh yeah, okay. I remember this scene. I'm, I'm sitting here like, what? I just watched this earlier too. Ugh, she's still alive, or he? She. Yeah, they're wandering off to die of old age, like all these motherfuckers around me. I'd be pissed. Yeah. Oh, here we go. So this scene was actually. Sorry. And here comes. What was that, Gore? Here comes another fuck up, which is they showed him earlier when he tried to interrupt that ceremony, and he put the knife in the throat, and look what they do. 
was actually inspired by something real that the director talked about. He said him and his son saw news footage of a woman coming from Colombia smuggling drugs in a dead baby that they opened up, took it to her doubt, stuffed the drugs inside, sewed the baby back up, and she went onto an airplane with the baby like it was sleeping. But the stewardess noticed the baby was changing colors. So when the plane landed, they pulled the woman aside, looked at the baby, and were like, holy fuck, it's dead. And then when they took it to the hospital, examined it, it was stuffed with cocaine. So that's what inspired this scene of the dead baby being buried. Jesus Christ, let's talk about, hey, let's make this something more fucked up than the plane. Yeah. <laughs> but still, they come in, they're just fucking... Typical American white motherfuckers come in, fuck shit yeah. up because it offends their sensibilities. Yeah. Oh, I thought they weren't bringing. Motherfuckers do anything for that. Oh. Let's go jump off a forty foot cliff. Fuck you. You'll be famous. Oh shit. Yeah. You notice the more fucked up the movie gets, the worse the film is getting. Yeah. And Maybe it's all so extremely full of shit. What was that, Gore? Well, I think it's on purpose. The, you know, the, the grimier the movie gets, the grimier it's going to start looking. Yeah. Sorry, plan that. But then, yeah, exactly. Like, and but when they cut back to what's supposed to be the real world here, it's all crisp and clean. Yeah. That was the director when the movie came out. I refuse to have anything to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw all the footage and I'm pissed. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is this shit? I don't want this. Ugh. I love it. They're giving, us one, they're giving you one last warning before the shit really gets fucked up. Yeah. So, yeah, right when this scene gets going, it's like the audience is already, half the audience in the film, the theater I saw it in, had walked out. This is pretty much when everyone stopped laughing completely, and when the movie was over, we're just quiet. No one was talking. Like I said, the first half of the film, everybody's like, oh, look at that, ha, 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 ha. But when it got to this footage, people were just like, fuck. <laughs> This movie sucks. This movie is fucking hardcore. And it's like, fucking with me. Yeah, I can remember hearing... Yeah, I love it when they go into movies like this, especially the old ones after seeing the new ones. And they're like, the new ones are real hardcore. They're more hardcore than the old ones. And then they run into something like this. They're like, oh, shit. Yeah. What were you saying, Gore? <laughs> I was saying, like, when you were talking about the reactions, like, I remember, like, when I when I saw it on, on the big screen, I remember, like, people, like, talk. I think someone in front of me was like, how are movies like this allowed to exist? 
<laughs> they had their heads down like they were ready to throw up on themselves. Yeah. That's a great, that's a great, that should be on the cover of the box. How do they allow movies like this to exist? And then they get up and walk out, and you're like, oh, they didn't get to see the real, the real messed up shit yet. Yeah. (laughs) Wait till the hard stuff happens. Yeah. So this girl right here. Action you've ever had to one of your films, Gore. I'm sorry, Steve, what'd you say? What's the most extreme reaction you've ever gotten to one of your films? Uh, it, was, it was like something to the effect of who who actually watches this shit. It was, it, <laughs> I had to laugh at that one. Yeah, it, it, That's a good one. Yeah, someone commented, who, who, who actually watches this shit? I like that. You though. just said you, motherfucker. <laughs> no, I love bad reviews, like... The, the movie I'm working on now, I can't wait to see the bad reviews for it. There you go. <laughs> go for it. What the fuck so is this shit all about? Yeah, I got to talk about this scene real quick. So when you watch the commentaries and everything, they talk, like the director talks about she's a great actress. She was a local Brazilian girl. She knew what was happening. When you watch the actors who are actually raping her in the scene, they pretty much admit she's a fucking 14-year-old girl. She was a 14-year-old local actress. Well, actually, I think in Brazil went on and did actual movies and stuff outside of this. But this is, see, this to me is more horrible than the animal killings. Knowing that that's a 14-year-old girl that two grown men are raping in the movie. I had no idea she was that young. Yeah, she was 14 years old. The, if you watch the Blu-ray commentary with the actors, the main actor there it, it, it pretty much admitted, yeah, she was 14. And she went on to have success in Brazil as a famous actress. And here she this gets movie raped. Her career. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, they're just not giving a fuck at this point. They're just, they've actually, they went down the film Savages, and this movie showed that they were the real savages. That's all they say, he's changing reels. And he just said, like, yeah, motherfucker, I told you. Here you go. For this some is, reason, this, was this the is the most famous image of the entire movie. A girl sitting in yeah. a bicycle seat with a with a stick sticking out of her mouth. Yeah, that's balsa wood, yeah. Look at his reaction real quick before he... Oh, I love like this. Like when they when show they him that... Yeah. On camera. Yeah. It's the same thing as when they were cutting that guy's leg off. And when she had there he is. No color. Yeah, he's like, uh-huh, I'm right. Oh, wait. Oh, this is horrible. They're like, wait, Alan, we're shooting. Oh, 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 yeah. This is, this is, this is yeah. horrible. And they're muddy, so this is right after they raped the girl. And if you then cut to her, look at her. She's fucking, like, almost broken at this point. Yeah, she was disgusted. Everybody else is having a great old time. Yeah, look at her. She's looking at him like, die, motherfucker. That's the girl they raped. They did that. 
Yeah, I didn't no, know that until someone yesterday. they found. That I read the original script. Oh, they just found her in the script? Okay. Yeah. Oh, and here we go. All right. If My you bad. really watch the film earlier, they showed their major fuck-up because that's the reason that they got an end with the tree people. Because the worst thing that you could do to one of them is rape them. Rape them, yeah. So they committed the unforgivable crime. And they showed one of them watching, so they, they knew. Yeah. Yeah, he's like right behind them. Which I always thought they were going to end up shooting him, but nope. <laughs> yeah, they probably didn't even know he was there. And look at dumb yeah. shit right there. He should have a t-shirt saying, hey, I'm a target. Yeah. Actually, I don't know what's wrong with her. He done the humane thing right here. Yeah. Yeah, and here comes the darkest fucking for. music in the movie. Keep There's filming, no Mark. <laughs> yeah, keep, keep filming, Mark. God damn. And if you and if you really, well, they filmed this, and when they cut up the body, they made it out of uh, bacon, and uh, well, they made it out of meat. And they come yeah. back the next day to do reshoots. It was covered in maggots. That dry. You know, if I was going to oh, have my pecker cut off on a big body like that, I'd make sure the motherfucker was bigger. <laughs> well, again, they were going for realism. <laughs> they were going for realism. <laughs> Yeah, this is this this is when when I saw in theaters people were just done. <laughs> they were like, God. That may be the biggest best burn you've ever got on me ever. Ever <laughs> <laughs> Go for realism. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I always thought this was a pig they were cutting off, like a dead pig. Like they did in pieces. In the movie Pieces when he chainsawed the girl, that was a dead pig. But, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I was, when I did film, when they came back the next day to do reshoots, the bugs had stripped that body to the bone. Yeah. Well, they said while they were filming this, there was already maggots in it. There were so many bugs in that jungle that as they were filming, maggots were growing out of it already. From every time they were lo- reloading film or you know setting up the next shot, there was already maggots growing in it. Now, I forgot how many pigs they said they went through making this movie. Like, they just kept buying dead pig after dead pig to get the gore scenes. Just that was him. actually him buried <laughs> in the ground.
that was the other thing he got right in this movie is the cannibalism is actually more ritualistic where you're eating your enemies rather than they just lived on flesh. As my cousin saying, I say, why the fuck are they still there filming? Yeah, I would have been like, you know, miles away already. <laughs> it's like they're just standing there waiting to get killed. Yeah. Hey, well, I hope my turn is next. <laughs> I hope I'm next. Oh, my crap. Oh, my crap. Hey, yeah. Oh, it's my turn. Here, hold the camera. Get it all on film. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, I mean, there's not much to say about these the whole need for po- I know this is a found footage film, so the point of view is more important than a normal film, but still. <laughs> yeah. Well, fuck you. I mean, yeah. the most sincere player kind of But again, you know, it's like, do you feel bad for them? No, I can't pity stupid. <laughs> I mean, from what they did to these people, <laughs> it's like, stupid. you really, you know, like when her scene comes up, which is really brutal, oh, you know, I feel it's sorry like, for her. Yeah, I don't, because she got enjoyment from the shit they were doing. You know, now it's their turn. Everything they did to them, guess what? You fucking oh, deserve it. Oh, it's karma. If yeah, you want exactly. nasty, like I said, turn to the last 15 minutes of this commentary, and you'll see her seeing her death scene for the first time. She breaks. Yeah. In that music. Yeah, I know. And I still I mean, think yeah, he this took looks... horrible advantage of her during this thing. Hell, he took advantage of all the females in this movie. There's no way to dance around it. Yeah. I mean, in the commentary, she actually said they were trying to be gentle with her, you know? But it just, when you watch it, it looks too fucking real. It's hard to believe that they were acting. You notice they take their time with it, too. Like, it's not, like, quick. Like, her clothes are already off and they're raping. They, they literally take their time. They show you everything. They show you the stripping of the clothes. They show you, you know, holding her down. It just takes its time to build into it. Which just makes it even more horrible. By the time it gets to it, it's like I'm already fucking, I'm already hurt, you know? (laughs) I'm already shocked. Yeah, when they get to the violation of it. Only in the 70s. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen the full Green Inferno. I've only seen 
bits and pieces. Anybody want to comment on that compared to this film? Because that's basically his loose remake of this film. Eli Ross uh, remake, basically. Anybody Have got a comment on that? Gore, are you there? I there? think we lost four. No, I think okay. we lost them. All right. I Can have not seen Green Inferno. Oh, there we go. Hey, what's going oh, on, Gore? I must have so, the mute button by accident, so you probably couldn't hear oh, okay. me for the last, like, half hour. Yeah, <laughs> it's all right. But um, any any views on Green Inferno? Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it twice. I I, I do like it. I just, it, uh, to me, there's no, no comparison to this, though. I mean, and I, oh, okay. I, I do appreciate what a fan he is of uh, of these movies, but yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, you are wrong. Than uh, Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah. I mean, Eli Roth definitely is a fan. He's, he, you, can, you can't oh, under, yeah. you can't deny that. He's definitely a fan. No, he actually, I mean, it, you could thank him for a lot of this. Like, between this film and, what is it, the other one, Nightmare City, his interviews, he just, like, boasts how much he loves these films. So he actually gets a lot oh, of word yeah, out does. to try to get. Yeah, so you got to, even if you like his movies or not, you know, his fandom of these films is what keeps the genre alive. Oh, yeah. No, and I definitely enjoyed it, especially... And I love this the camera spinning out of control, and then you see his head. I've seen yeah. a lot of what people like, oh, this is in every cannibal movie. Yes, oh, it is, I'm not, but this one is the first. Yeah, I'm not bashing, I'm not bashing the Green Inferno at all. It, it was a good movie, and that, especially that, that first killing, too. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I've only seen bits and pieces and uh, reviews, but it's definitely on my list of movies I got to get and watch. I just don't understand why it gets the amount of hate it does. I think people just hate Eli Roth for some reason. Yeah, that's just it. Yeah, they hate they, Eli Roth. Yeah, which I never got either because I always appreciated his fandom of these films. Yeah, me too. You know, I, I mean, I think a lot guys. of it. Oh, sorry. You were saying? I, I, watched, uh, I watched the. I even watched the video he made where he counted down his top five favorite cannibal movies too. I thought it was pretty nice. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. No. Every time I see an interview with him talking about these films, he's just gushing with love and how much he wants to keep it alive. Oh, look! Look! Which look at the, the guy look credit. Look at the track. What? That was the Yamamoto symbol that was on the back of the native's neck. Oh, shit, I missed it. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. And I love this, too. This is a nice touch. Productive John Kerroy was given a two-year suspended sentence and fined $10,000 for illegal appropriation of film material. We know that he received $25,000 for the same footage. (laughs) Oh, classic. It's not as hard yep, to sit through as most people want to say it is. Well, if you're not used to, to this kind of material, it is. Yeah, I mean, I am a bit jaded. Like, some of my favorite, you know, films are, like, Ooh, necromantic. Oh, look at the continuity on this. 
What? Numberto Bava. Numberto Yeah. You were saying, uh, Gore? I'm sorry. Oh, no, no. I, I, uh, I just lost my train of thought. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> but, no, I mean, yeah, I, I just I, – I've seen everything. I've seen – I mean, if you could sit through um, Salo 120 days of Sodom, you could sit through anything, really. Oh, now I remember what I was going to say. I, uh, yeah, I don't know how many times this makes it for me seeing this, but this is still number one, still a champion. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, there's also – there's a Salo uh... – Serbian film, a newer one. Serbian film. I like Serbian film soundtrack better than I like the movie. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't beat no, the seriously, line. Newborn Serbian film porn. soundtrack was my favorite of the year it came out. I love its fucking music. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, even like the sort of Mondo-ish uh, films, like one of my favorites, which... Steve knows is Night of the Zombies, a.k.a. Hell of the Living Dead, a.k.a. Zombie yeah. Creeping Flesh. <laughs> because it's the same thing. It takes real, it takes, it's like a real film, but it took real footage and cut it in <laughs> to give it that more of that harder edge. You know, it's just, I love that shit. Yeah, that's oh, and, a there's great a new, and there's a new classic. It's an older film, but there's a new classic that Criterion put out next month. You need to see Gore if you haven't seen it. What is it? Come and see. Oh, I have it already. Yeah, I know. No, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it yet. I got I to gotta watch that one. Yeah, definitely. She's right on that one. You got to see Come and See. That's, it's not an exploitation film per se, but it's definitely not a regular war drama either. It really, it really teeters on that edge of... Um, Art house film and exploitation. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna put that on my list then, for sure. Yeah, because I and wasn't Hannah sure about Key's either, and Steve recommended it to me. That's one that people definitely need to see. Yeah, it came out in 1985. By yeah. Ru- it's a Russian filmmaker, and it's all in Russian, but it's got subtitles. But it's really like it's so it's really beautiful but it's fucking horrific it's like whoa my god but you love it because it's so beautifully done one of the nastier scenes in the movie gore shows the little boy gets captured by some nazi shoulders and they put him down to his knee and put like a cocked luger to his head just so they could take a picture of it and you see the little boy nearly frightened to death, pissing his pants. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it makes Schindler's look look like a Disney film. Yeah. But well, yeah, there's I mean, always and, more out there. And then there's guys like Gore, who's doing no-budget films, but... These are the guys that, if you give them a chance, they're going to make bigger films and just keep and knock you on your ass. Yeah. Hey, I'm looking forward to it. Gore's, yeah, Gore's keeping the scene alive. Thank you. No problem. It's, I'm, I'm glad to. I, I, I live for this stuff. 
Yeah, we need more people like you, man. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate that. And what do you no think what most people say about Cannibal Holocaust is that they're glad there is a time where Cannibal Holocaust can be made is not around anymore. I'm yeah, sorry, what was that? Yeah. That most people, okay, so. a lot of reviews say, even in the movie and the warning, they say, Cannibal Holocaust was made in a crazier time, and we're glad it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. yeah, they're glad the time. That, I mean, they're glad the time doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, I mean, I miss old New York and I miss the old chaos. But have you ever seen uh, the Killing of America? Or yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's in a that's a time period that produced films like this. Was that real shit? You know, that's, that's the we time that people that love. Too. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin and I already did that film. Cannibal Holocaust is my favorite movie, and that exact time has produced like 90% of my all time favorite movies. And it's still screwed up that no video company would even touch it. What the noise? That's why we needed it. Yeah. That speaks for itself, though. Like it's, people can't yeah. say, "Oh, it's not not extreme." It's it's the epitome of extreme. Yeah. So I got a question. That leads up to a question I have. So Francesca, what's her name? Ciardi, the actress who was yeah. brutally raped and killed at the end of the film. She actually, yeah. in the commentary, asked a question that no one answered. And I want to I want to say it to you and Steve. She asked, "Why do people love this film?" She doesn't understand it because it's so horrific. She wants to know why do people love this film? Are they depraved and sick? Or is there something about the movie that actually has some, some something solid to hold on to? She never understood it, but that was her question. Why do people love this film? What do you think, Gore? Um, well, I, I could say for myself that I love it because it it uh, it met up to all the expectations I have. Because when I I hear about a movie, that's I, I have a certain like picture in my head of how it's going to be, and like it nailed it exactly. And that doesn't happen too often. Like it, it's not it's not afraid to it's not afraid to like push the boundaries. Like it's it's not really meant to be. It is. I mean, yes, I enjoy it, but it's also like you're supposed to not not be comfortable also. It just it just and all my favorite elements and it's it's got the sleazy exploitation, it's got the graphic gore, it's like it's it's just like a, it's a total package movie as far as I'm concerned. Like it's just you know, everything I'm into is like all in one. And a lot of the people that's, that's get when the movie does its job. Oh, yeah, that's a great answer too. Like, you know, she doesn't understand it. Well, there it is, because you get what you asked for. That's what you wanted, Gore. That's what you was expecting, and they delivered. And that's what the filmmaker wanted to do. He wanted to deliver to fans like you what you've been looking for, and that's a perfect answer. What about you, Steve? Why do you love it? Well, it's not stupid. It doesn't pull 
any punches, and it doesn't go for the cheap exploitation. It doesn't go for the cheap hits. That's good. Exactly, yeah. yeah. For me, why I love it, it, to me and a lot of films of that time period, it's a time capsule. When I think of, like, old, sweaty, smelly New York, when I think of old, you know, being young and things were new to me, that's what that movie reminds me of. It brings me right back to a pure time of filmmaking where people are like, you know what, we're going to fucking make this. We don't care what anyone says, and we're going to do it the best we can. We're not going to cheap it. We're not going to. We're going to actually think about what we're filming here. And right there, it, it's like a snapshot of that time period of filmmaking where it wasn't a Hollywood studio. It wasn't a, even America. It was foreigners saying, we're going to one-up this shit, and we're going to go balls deep into it. And boom, right there, whenever I think of the past, whenever I think of 42nd Street, that movie is like the bookmark of that time period. And that's how I feel about it. Yeah. Yeah. And the close of the show. You know, Fred, if I was a low-budget, who loves low-budget gore film fans made by fellow fans, does either of you guys know where I could find a new DVD filled with short films that would scratch that itch? Of gore films? Hmm. Yeah. You mean like an anthology? Um, no, well, I know one like of, that you don't. A bunch of short films, gore films. Do you know where I could find one? It's probably the coming ABCs out. The of a. Uh... <laughs> are you, are you talking? Uh, you, you, you might be talking about uh, backyard gore, the, the the short films from gore films. It's coming out on uh, SOV Horror very soon. SOVHorror.com. <laughs> Especially if you like trashy, trash, trash, you'll you'll be very satisfied. That's gory trash. Do you have a website? Soe horror. Um, yeah, that's uh, the the company that's releasing it is sovhorror.com. There you go. Write that one down. And right now, he does <laughs> reviews for it. Yeah, I just started doing reviews for them too. Nice. <laughs> so everybody check that When's one out. When's the DVD coming out? And also get uh, Zombarella's House of Horrors, too. That's another good uh, anthology like that if, you, if you're into it. Yeah, definitely get Zombarella's House of Horrors because she's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a good throwback uh SOV anthology, gory sleazy. It's got all the good stuff. Yeah, plug well, away, man. Well, <laughs> anything on SOV horror, if you're looking for shot on video horror, he's like one of the better guys out there. Yeah, yeah, he definitely lives and breathes it. There you go. All right, well, this was fun, guys. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, great, thank you guys for listening. Tomorrow night, 
We're probably going to have three older show, one older show, which I'll pick out. Because I found a batch of the older shows that are not up, and I'll probably put one of those up because, well, one, Vicky's busy, and two, I'm too lazy to find somebody. <laughs> and thank you guys for showing up. Definitely thank to you, Gore, and thanks again to you, uh, Fred. This one was actually fun. No and I love the fact yeah, that I was looking about Cannibal Holocaust without dragging out the usual suspects from the closet. Yeah, no, I, I had a lot of fun doing this. Yeah, I definitely had a great time. And with that, good night, everybody. And we ask again, who are the real cannibals? I would say the 1% that want to take everything for themselves and then leave us with uh, dirty plates. I'm going to say my (laughs) ex-girlfriend. That could be a good thing, too. (laughs) (laughs) I'll go go with... uh... The com- the companies that want to like you know ski man and sort of get their pockets fatter cannibal bastards. Amen, man. Amen. Good night, everybody. Good night. Have a good night.